Well, it seems your vessel is the only one that is available. She turns back towards Bartholomew and sort of does a grandiose gesture. For just you three, I'm sure you can find someone more willing to take you out amongst the reef. We're looking for a very large whale. You ever heard of the Galumkete? None other than the White Glacier itself. Oh, yeah. I've seen entire boats cleaved in two. When would you like to depart? Immediately. Hey, Snow, we got that document you wanted to see. Did you Did you want us to hand it to you there? And then she falls off the carpet into the sea. Oh, no. The document. No, oh, what a shame. It looks like you have no documentation to prove that I can't kill the whale. Welcome back to the Odd Campaign. I am Quentin, your GM here, and I am gathered by a table of wonderful, lovely players who are all maybe prepared for what's about to happen this episode. We'll we'll go around and take a poll. Absolutely. We're always never prepared. Oh, that's okay. Yes, that's how it goes. Well, um, hi, foundlings. My name is Emily, and I play Snow, who is the leader of the Odd Guild, alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Nachia. Who is the king? That was a bit delayed, Nachia. We gotta work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm RL. I play Zana alongside her faithful, sassy, and a little bit judgmental crow, Alistair. You know, I'm just a reflection of you, right? Yeah, I don't need to I don't need to unpack that. You're not my therapist. Hello, I'm Jonathan, and I am playing the character Tama, who is uh, always looking to improve his physical abilities. Because he has no companion, I just feel compelled to add, like, the bubbling sound of water, like, to represent his pickle jar as it, like, sloshes around, as that is effectively his companion. Yep. Last time on the Odd Campaign, in an attempt to communicate with the Galamkete and find the exit to the floor, our strike squad set out. They chartered a vessel to take on the infamous location known to the locals as the Crown of Glaciers. Only once they set out to sea did our gang realize that their captain, Bartholomew Gale, never requested payment. He was more than happy enough to charter brave and eager adventurers free of charge to the location in exchange that they kill the beast, the Galumkete. Attempting to to reconcile their predicament late at night while below deck, our protagonist's contemplation was interrupted by one of the many dangers native to this hostile landscape, a Qualapaluk. So get ready to roll initiative and try not to get grabbed by this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. So indeed, uh, Zana, I believe you were the one to investigate said porthole. I was on guard. Very on, 
avant-garde indeed. Uh, you went to explore, uh, attempting to shut the porthole, but as you got close and you saw as a hand grasped the rim, a creature lunged out. You see what has climbed out of this porthole. It seems like an emaciated human, but it has pale green scaly skin, webbed hands and webbed feet, and has slotted gills. It looks like it's Hair is strewn and damp and filled with mildew and seaweed, and it overall just looks like it has like a coat of mucus over its skin. Uh, but it does very much appear to almost human-like and has grabbed you. So um, I need to know what your CMD is. Mm, CMD is 26. These things are meant to grab you. So let's see if they succeed. And on top of that, what is your AC? 23. Upon being grabbed, Zana would screech. Ew, 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 it's so slimy. Well, in fact, it is actually so slimy that it is not succeeding grabbing you. However, comma, um, as this sea creature was clawing its way up the side of the boat, um, lunging in through the porthole, it actually does end up clawing deep and rending the flesh in your arm, and you are going to take... 13 damage. I don't want to take 13 damage. Uh, well, you were the one who investigated the porthole, so... Well, you know what? I'm the only one that gets things done around here, apparently. Oh. Boom. Rostarite. All right. With this, uh, I'm going to request that everyone role initiative. See how the dice are faring me today. 20 even. 23. All right. And now it is time to roll for the gobbledygooks. The gobbledygooks. Mm-hmm, indeed. Wilson, kind of not really knowing what's going on, is trying to, like, gauge, and he begins maneuvering his way in the direction, uh, asking Zana, uh, are, are you okay? No! Dude, should I hit it with a stick? Yes! Running from the back other side of the room, kind of actually towards the center, running all the way up to the uh, porthole window where you are, Wilson unsheaths his glaive like it materializes out of his inventory. He, like, equips it, like, very MMO style. Uh, he runs up and uh, slashes out the creature. Uh, and with that, Snow, it is your turn. I'm going to cast Find Fault on this creature. Okay. It, it is a spell that is affected by spell resistance. Uh, and for both me, your GM, and your audience at home, can you please tell us what this spell does? It's a very long description, but Find Fault basically says that I get information on the target creature as if I made an appropriate knowledge skill check uh, equivalent to my uh, modifier and uh, 20 on a dice roll. So my total would be 31. You can tell that this creature seems kind of mundane, rather run-of-the-mill. It almost seems as if it has no mystical abilities or inherent resistances to anything. Honestly, it seems relatively frail. Does it have any vulnerabilities or anything along those lines? Has no known vulnerabilities or weaknesses. Okay, so it's just a standard magical creature then? It's, it's yeah, it's an aquatic humanoid from the depths. Okay, uh, and then I draw my weapon. I draw my Berserker's Byblade. Very nice. All right. You've taken your turn to identify this creature, and now you feel more prepared, and you'll be getting that insight bonus as you've spotted its weaknesses. And you draw out your sword. Uh, with that, Zana, to you. You're standing in front of this creature, which 
just recently had rend has clawed its way up through the porthole and rendered your flesh. I'd like to take a five-foot step back. This puts me out of the uh, attack of opportunity, and I would like to cast the spell Invisibility Greater. Slinking away from the onslaught of this new combatant, which has startled you from your reprieve, you take a defensive measure, utilizing your movement for the turn to step just out of its reach as you cloak yourself in a shroud of invisibility. I would like my crow, Alistair, to appear next to me as me. Yeah. Um, with that being said, Tama, it is your turn. Question, can these creatures be tripped? That's a good question. Um, you could roll a knowledge nature if you have it for me. In order, or a knowledge, uh, just does it have legs or does it have like a tail? It does appear to be a uh, humanoid. All right, well, I'm going to take a five foot step to stand right beside uh, Wilson. You approach this mysterious sea creature uh, standing next to Wilson and you get ready to make your full attack. Okay, um, well, I'm going to use Flurry of Blows. Now, I, I am going to need you to. Roll them one at a time. Before you roll them, tell me the intent behind your strike. So, like, attack one, stunning fist, attack two, grapple, attack three, trip, whatever you're gonna do. Okay, so he rolled a 32 to hit with a stunning fist with the sickened ability. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely making impact with the dome of this sea creature. I need to know the DC for your uh, sickened save. So the save for it is a fortitude save and it would be 21. All right, uh, roll your damage and then your next attack. 11 damage. Now Tama will be attempting to trip 21. Sounds good. Uh, roll your next attack. If you wanted to continue trying, your trip did fail. Okay. 29. Uh, you still have one more attack, and uh, that one, that trip was successful. 23. Uh, that hits. Please roll damage. 10. So all of you see as Tama takes, imbuing his fist with key, you see as Tama unleashes a, a windmill of kicks as he spins and hits this creature's leg three times before you see it shatter and it the creature falls. You see as there is a fist-sized crater in the head of this creature. I'm guessing it's dead. Uh, it, it appears to be unconscious. Oh, no. All righty. So, uh, Draken, hearing this um, cacophony, is suddenly roused from his deep slumber, uh, notices all of you kind of crowding around this one porthole, looming over this dead sea creature, this lump of mass which has kind of been cratered into the floor here. He kind of dusts himself off after standing and is like, well, guess we're done here. But as he says that, you see as octopus tentacles begin pushing through another porthole. And from behind all of you, on the opposite side of the boat, two more creatures crawl in as well. Uh, one that looks Familiar, similar to the first one that you defeated. Long, emaciated skin, frail, green mucus skinned humanoid. But another one seems different, seems more eerie. A long, lanky, almost like disfigured humanoid body, but it seems as if it has a fish head, but like long human hair. It has dead, lifeless eyes and like sharp teeth, though, as it kind of gives you an eerie smile. It holds out its lanky arm and points with these unnaturally long fingers and long sharp nails and points its long claw at all of you and gurgles something in some secret language which you do not seem to understand. 
all of the creatures jump into action, except, of course, for their fallen comrade, who I think they were still planning on being alive at this point, but it, things didn't go to their plan. However, this strange creature, which is like half octopus, half trout with like arms, just kind of like scuttles along the floor. Uh, it's octopus tentacles grabbing at the ground, crawling itself forward until eventually you see it actually like does a, a handstand. So it's like butts up in the air um, and it just sprays ink everywhere. And there is a dark inky cloud, which fills the room which makes it so that everyone can only see about five feet in front of them. Well, that means only they only have five feet of vision as well, question mark? Um, well, you, you could assume such, as they do seem to have eyes, but you do not know if they have any other abilities, which would maybe aid them. Maybe this is one of their battle tactics that they employ. The long, gangly one is actually going to run across the entire boat. You guys hear the wet flapping of fins on the deck. So Snow, I will say, um, as it is leaving your threatened square and you do have your berserkers bi-blade out, you do hear something as um, wet, solid fin flops are making their way to the side of you. Yes, I would like to make an attack of opportunity to strike at this creature. Wunderbar. Go ahead, hit with it. That's going to be a 24 to hit with the Berserker's Byblade. Um, that does indeed hit. All right, I'm going to roll two d8s. So as you swing this sword, you are going to be put under the effects as the Rage spell. You are otherwise under the effects of a Barbarian Rage, except you are not subjected to the fatigue at the end of the effect. So you will not be fatigued, but you also cannot perform any actions with the concentration trait. Great. Well, that is going to give you a uh, plus one to this next attack and potentially damage. 13 damage. So you are swinging this giant hunking piece of metal, uh, this large double-bladed sword. And as you swing, you feel empowered with wrath. As your muscles grow stronger, you kind of get nearsighted, even though you already only see five feet in front of you, and you lash out and strike as this creature is running past you, and you do feel as you cut deep into its side. Oh yeah, no, everyone else hears the snow lets out this loud, like, yell. Oh, a deep bellowing roar that no one can tie to an association with anyone. Maybe, like, some barbarian just, like, dropped through the sky or something. Maybe someone was able to teleport to the boat. You don't know. Maybe one of these fish people is a barbarian. Maybe they're really angry barbarian fish people. Who knows? With that, top of the round, Wilson. Guys, I can't see anything. What is this? Oh, we killed the fish people, right? It's just maybe, like, when they die, they explode in an ink cloud like an octopus. Yeah, who's screaming? What's that about? And Wilson proceeds to just, like, aimlessly wander about for a little bit as he has no idea where any of the combatants are. Uh, goes around to Tama. Oh, hey, buddy, do you know where any of the uh, the bad people are? Are they are they dead? We killed them all, right? Well, we uh, killed one, but judging by the screen that went over that direction, he points generally in the direction we heard the screen. Oh, wait, snow's in danger! And he kind of just, like, runs his way over here uh, and does eventually see this, like, hulking, gangly figure with green mucusy skin, but then also these hulking figure of uh, snow as well. I don't know which one shouted out that bellowing scream, and honestly, I don't want to know the answer. Snow, it is now your turn. She's raging with the hormones. Oh, um, is that? Mm. <laughs> that time of the is, month, Is it I Shark guess. Week? 
Immediately in your surroundings, you can see this shroud of a creature, a mass of seaweed and green scaly skin, uh, and also Wilson standing next to you. Perfect. Rain of blows. Is that only during your bardic performance, however? Because isn't that part of your dervishing dancer feat? It is battle dance. And you dances. cannot battle dance while raging. I'm so messed up. This blade's going to have to go. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to make a full attack then. 16 for the first one. That does indeed miss. And then the second attack is going to be a 27. Definitely does hit. All right, roll damage. 16. And then she is going to make a full attack. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A nom. 17. Okay. Um, and then the second attack is the 25. All right. Roll damage for both. 30. Damage total? Yes. With your Berserker Bioblade, you cut deep into this creature's stomach so much so that you see the organs begin to spill out, and you swear as if you've kind of fractured the spinal cord of this creature, and you see is in almost in sequence, invigorated by your rage, Nachia goes down, bites the upper half of this creature, and just tears the upper half off. I just imagine, like, this this blood-red glint in his eye. Like, you know, like, in an anime, when something's, like, really aggressive or very angry, oh, yeah. you just see, like, this flash of red rips off the head. Oh, no, it, it rips the entire upper body, okay. the upper torso of this okay. creature well, off, and just starts ragdolling it around. Yeah, and then, and then Snow goes, Oh, yeah, that feels good, baby. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, master. <laughs> um, and, and with that, the one, the only, Zana Xerxes Zion. You can only see five feet in front of you in any given direction due to this inky cloud, which seems to be filling the entire room. Can I do a perception check? Uh, you can, but if it is a visual-based perception check, nah. you're going to be at some disadvantages. I'd be listening. Okay. To where the gargles of the monsters are coming from, so I can sort of sure where they would maybe sure you can go ahead. That's an accurate. I wish I used that for something else. <laughs> Total deception thirty-three. You can tell, even amidst all of the shouting and howling, both of animals and the sea, the roaring ocean and the tides, the thunderstorm above head. Um, you can still somehow hear the distinct gurgling of unfamiliar creatures. Uh, you know that there is one creature very definitively behind you currently, and you know that there is another creature somewhere nearby it in the center. I would like to try and attack the one I definitively know where it is. You begin approaching, and as you step in, you actually realize that there are two creatures in this immediate area. That one squid-like creature which inked all over the place, and uh, the other long, gangly, strawy hair, long-nailed creature as well. I'm going to go after the long-haired one. I'd also like to allow my uh, familiar, I'd, as a distraction, whether or not they see it or not, I'd like my familiar to step back. Alistair takes a five-foot step back towards uh, Wilson and Tama, and uh, he's kind of in between both of them now, uh, appearing as if it looks like you. You are still invisible, slinking around in the midst of this inky fog. Oh, I'm using it to my advantage. So a standard action. And I would like to use my standard action to attack. All right, and which one are you attacking? I think I shall attack... Uh, I, I don't know if I want to go 
to the octopus because I don't know. I don't want to hit. I don't want to end up in any hentai situation. I don't want to be grappled by an octopus creature. No, thank you. Whether you engage it or it engages you, you are the only thing in its line of sight right now. I am not in its line of sight. All right. So, uh, who are you attempting to hit? A long-haired fish person. All right. Roll to hit. Seventeen. Somehow. Even though you're invisible, you slash out at this creature, but it seems to almost turn and stare at you and sidesteps out of the way. Oh, do I miss? You do indeed miss. Oh, fantastic. Well, as per if I miss with one of my daggers, I would like to dimension door away. The dimension door will go off. However, comma, because you're unfamiliar with the surroundings and the environment is constantly changing, you won't be able to visualize the location, but you can give me a direction. I'm going to request that you give me a direction based off of your character's current limited scope and understanding. I did roll a really good perception. I rolled a 33 in my perception and had uh, a good hearing. You, you did, so you do know that there is no one really back where you came from. So you could run up slash mist and teleport back to where you were at the beginning of the round if you wanted to. Next to the other porthole? No, thank you. Up to you. No, thank you. Can I go, like, directly diagonal? Yeah, you can. As you miss your slash with the black sand daggers, though your vision has been obscured, you still will for yourself to be teleported. And you actually teleport back towards the direction where Draken was, uh, down a little bit more of a narrow hallway, far away from the rest of the portholes, putting yourself in a more defensive location away from everyone else. Uh, And that will be your turn, which means we're on Tama. Well, uh, Tama's not sure where, like, everything is. I, uh, I think Tama would do a perception check to try and figure out if he can hear where... All right, go ahead and roll for it. 23. Tom, unfortunately, you're having difficulties due to the ruckus of battle, the roaring, the clashing of blades, the crashing of waves outside, the thunder looming overhead. It's very difficult to get a distinct auditory location of anything in this room right now. And visually, you can make nothing out further than five feet in front of your face. Since Tama can't really hear where the uh, creatures are, he decides best course of action would be to uh, go in the general direction that he saw Zana. See, the interesting thing is, uh, is you actually see her. She's standing right next to you. Oh, right. I forgot. She's invisible, and her bird looks like her, and that's standing right next to you. Can I talk to the bird? You can talk to the Zana right next to you. Zana, where's the uh, danger? That's you. Do, do, oh. Because Alistair's... You said he would mimic your voice? I'm gonna need... Alistair to roll a will save. I'm going to need Alistair to roll a perception check. Give me those two first. Um, will of 20, perception 18. And then roll for me a disguise check. Disguise 22. He has like 14 in disguise. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. So this is how this is occurring. Tama, you turn to this entity, which definitely looks like Zana. However, this being Alistair panics for a moment, thinks, what should he do, but then regains his composure, musters up his best imitation of Zana's voice, but has no idea where anything is, so I need you to give me what he would respond like. He points to the last known danger. The octopus would be over there. Thank you. Works for me, I don't care. Tama would cautiously advancing in the direction that he saw Zana point. Following the directions that Zana just gave you, she's such a useful battle companion, you walk forward about 10 feet before you come in contact with this half-octopus trout-head creature with arms. 
You still have a standard action if you want to punch it at least once. I was just wondering if it did it try to do attack of opportunity. Oh, uh, so attacks of opportunity are only when you leave a threatened creature's square, oh, not, not when, when you, you enter. enter. Yeah, so you can run up on a person and punch him in the face. No consequences. All right. Well, uh, then Tama cannot use his flurry of blows because sadly not. But he can still use a one regular attack, right? Absolutely. You can punch it. I think he will use the effect of staggered with his stunning fist. All right. Cool. You're going to be limiting this creature to one action on its round. How long does that last for? It's a number of rounds, 1d6 plus 1. All right, so first thing first, uh, as you run up on this Grindy low, please go ahead and roll a attack roll for me. 29 to hit. All right, and go ahead and roll damage for me. 11 damage. Okay. Now, you don't need to roll for the uh, staggered effect, as this creature not only will not be making only one move action on all of its turns, this creature no longer has turns. You explode this thing so hard, its guts are strewn across the boat. I kind of figured it would have more health. Guess I uh, delivered more power in that punch than I expected. Kind of splattered it all over the place. And I was just expecting you to say, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but this all works. They're not really animals. They're, they're not. Well, I mean, they kind. That one was half trout, half octopus. It yeah, was an unholy amalgamation of an animal. Fish don't count. Fish, fish don't, don't count. count. Fish aren't animals. Let's it's be. Like talk about like fluffy or scaly animals. You know, like right. uh, like snakes and amphibians. What are you splattering all over the place, Tama? Does Zana actually say that? It would depend on whether or not she heard you. No, not not yet. Um, with this though. You hear uh, as Draken unleashes a volley of arrows. They kind of just thunk into the nearby wood. Dang it! You know what? No, like close quarters, not good. What's worse? Close quarters, near sight, ink cloud. What is this? As this round comes to a close, you hear as the creature gurgles, and all of you are barely able to make out uh, the distinct sound. Um, above the thunderstorms of claws scratching on wood. And you can tell that it's not coming from the direction you saw the creature in last. In fact, it seems to be coming from all around you. But most noticeably, you hear a very large and distinct thud from above you. Not only do you hear a large thud from above you, you hear a banging as if wood splintering from across the way, closer towards the front of the boat, but still on this floor. So, with all of this happening around the scene, uh, the inky cloud still in the area, no one has thus far been able to clear it. Want me to fart or something? Like, how big of a thing do you need? Wilson panics and does as he's standing right next to Snow. Um, No, I'm going to say he's going to ask you what he should do. He doesn't just, like, let one rip. I'm not, like, you're you're the one who brought that into the conversation, not me. I'm sorry, Um, the way you said Wilson. And as a matter of fact, Wilson turns to you, uh, uh, kind of panicked, and asks, Snow, what, what do we do? I can't really see anything. Are they all dead? I heard, I heard loud banging noises. What if it was a cannon? What if the pirate's shooting sea creatures? <sighs> I don't know. Leave me alone. God. Oh, my God. I'm edgy. <laughs> Snow, have you been juicing again? You sound like you've been taking too much testosterone. <laughs> That's the only answer he's getting. God, leave me alone. Um, Wilson kind of panics and, and um, doesn't know where to go. And he starts, like, feeling his way around the room and eventually does find himself uh, towards the staircase 
uh, which leads up to the upper deck, as he's going to kind of maybe explore what's going on up there with that loud sound. Uh, with that, it is Snow. Uh, okay. It is your angsty teenage self's turn. Fine, I guess we're going to have to deal with that whatever's up there. Oh, God, I don't know why I decided this is the rage. But why right is this, this is just angsty teenage rage, Snow? Yep, so she'll um, make her way upstairs. All right, cool. So you... Uh, are not under the effects of any fog cloud as it is all below deck, which means you're going to see what's happening on the main deck. And oh boy, oh me, oh my. Uh, Snow, uh, I see a perception check in your future as you are running up above deck. Yeah, you say it's bright out, but it's storming and dark. It is a dark and stormy night. Um, 30. Thanks to both the brazier at the bow of the ship, but also the lightning as it crackles and flashes. And... The flash of the musket of the captain, you can quite clearly see the battlefield and the state it is at. It appears as if a large majority of the captain's uh, robot crew members lay strewn about the deck, and the captain himself seems to have fortified himself up at the top of the crow's nest. He scuttled up the uh, mast of the boat, and it seems as if he's peering over the edge and shooting down as those octopus creatures which are trying to climb up, and this one weird um, unholy amalgamation that kind of looks like some weird like lobster scorpion thing, which is tearing away at the wood, actually almost like sawing the base of the mast off. Other than that, however, you see um, numerous of the other mucus green skin ganglied humanoids up here, and more of the uh, very slick, black-haired, fingernailed creatures as well. But there are two very large, bulky, lumbering creatures, also with green scaly skin, but they seem hulking and muscular as they thump with foot stomps. Foot stomps. Foot stomps. So you've used your movement for the turn. Okay, so I used my movement. My wolf still has movement left, FYI. Yep. So what I would like to do is for me to bull rush and for Najia to uh, attempt, would he be able to light step behind the target? Uh, yeah, there's a brazier up at the front and it is uh, emitting a low light up at least towards the front of the boat. Okay, so I would have him light step while I do my bull rush. Sure. I would attempt the uh, attack. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So that is gonna be a 28 to hit for me. Would you, would you like me to have Nichia roll his one attack as well? Yes, please. So uh, you are going to be taking an uh, attack of opportunity That's from the fine. target. Uh, what's your CMD? Doesn't matter. 30. All right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as you bull rush in, uh, you just like full force shove into it. Nochia's attack is going to be 30. Absolutely hits. Yeah, no, 100%. And 15 damage. Very chunked. Yeah, yeah. So so Snow walking up on deck turns, sees this thing, just goes... Ah! Runs at it, shoves it back. And as you do, it does slash at you with its talons that digs into you and does eight damage. The Chia blinks behind it as it begins stumbling onto the deck and takes a big chomp out of its shoulder. And you see as it almost like seems to rip one of the arms almost clean off, dangling barely by seaweed and flesh. And then there's just like this maniacal after. <laughs> From Snow right now, now. Apparently Snow has multiple forms. You're just embracing the, God of, uh, the Demon of Wrath now, too, <laughs> on top of everything else you have going on with your character. All right. Meanwhile, uh, in the basement, we're going to go back below deck for a second as we return to our uh, very inky adventures. Yay! Uh, Zana, you have successfully uh, fortified yourself in this hallway. However, 
and you can only see five feet in front of you. I will say, is that all of them? We should head on deck. Wait, I, I have vision of... Oh, you see Zana, yeah, but her, her voice is coming from, like, behind you, even though she's standing, like, in front of you. You're, you're very lost. Hey, Zana, I didn't realize you could do, uh, ventriloquism. I, I can. I don't even see your mouth moving. It's pretty impressive. Why are you looking at my mouth? I don't think that is what the the point of what's going on here. Uh, where are the enemies? Where are we going? What's happening? Are we still fighting things? Did anybody kill that long-haired fish one by the door? I what shot at it. Did you kill it? I don't know. I can't see. Make sure it's dead. Um, Zana, what would you like to do with your turn? I would like to have my daggers out. Okay. And run straight forward towards the stairs. All right, so you're running towards the upper deck. You actually don't see anyone as you run through this thick, black, inky cloud, and you don't make it all the way to the stairs yet, but you feel like they should be really close. Yeah. I would like to cast uh, Summon Monster 5. All right, and what would you like to summon? Give me just a second, not an Ankylosaurus, I promise. What, what about a wind creature that can blow all this ink away? That'd be nice. Uh, I think I would like to do that, actually, yeah. I got two of these bad boys out there. All right, um, so you have two air elementals. However, um, they're going to have what is effectively known as summoning sickness, which means they will not be able to act until your next turn. I'd like to clarify that I'm trying to summon them above us where they are not currently in our way. I I didn't see or hear anybody. Uh, okay, so you want, you want to summon them to your left-hand side. Yes. Yeah, I'm just getting them in for some wind power. No, literally, a little bit, a little bit of wind power. Just like uh, all that black smoke to be sucked up into them, and now they are black wind suck, elementals. Suck. Not that that matters. Alrighty, um, with that, for suckers or blowers. With that, Tama, is your turn. Tama would also move towards the steps. Okay, uh, you just gonna walk straight uh, in front of you. What have idea where I am in the room compared to where the steps are? Yes, you would know where the stairs to get up to the upper deck are. Okay, my character would try and take the shortest path to get All up right, the steps. All right, so you begin walking, but unfortunately, at this point, it seems as if the base of the stairs are being blocked by this behemoth of a sea creature. Dun, dun, dun. Is it a large creature? Uh, it's not a large creature, per se. Get some tasty EXP before we go to the next floor. Mm. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, I'm look, eating look, their Look at those pretty boys. Yeah. There they oh, are. Oh, by the way, is it a little bit clearer here? Um, not? not not really. Uh, this entire room is still very obscured. Uh, once you get to the upper deck, you'll be fine. I was just wondering if there's like a draft coming down from upstairs. Um, but you have only used your movement, but you are now in front of this medium, but very bulky, muscular, scaly creature. It seems a lot more filled out, uh, a little bit more beefy than the gangly ones you fought previously. Okay, uh, Tom will use a s- stunning fist with the uh, staggering. That makes sense. All right, uh, go ahead. Roll to hit this big boy. And did you say you were attempting to stagger it? Yes. All right, cool. 24. Oh, yeah, absolutely hit. Massive contact. 13 damage. It, it, it appears uh, very dazed. As you clonked it right on the jaw, you rattled its brain and its skull. It's very d- dazed. For three rounds. So three whole rounds. All right, cool. Asterisk. Three days. Uh, with that, well, you hear footsteps from behind you, and you you know Draken is in that general direction, but as you hear him begin to move forward, you actually hear him kind of scream out, Hey! Get off me! Uh, with that, we are going to be 
taking their turns. Hmm. And Tama, what is your AC? 29. Uh, and what is your CMD? 39. <sighs> um, as scuttling around, this weird lobster-looking creature with claws, but like a fish body seems to kind of like undulate and slither like a snake, but snap at your ankles. Seems like it's trying to grab you, but it's absolutely not making any contact. Meanwhile, this large lumbering troll, which you just rattled its dome, it takes a big, very telegraphed swing, and you just kind of like step out of the way and has no hope of hitting you. I also have another question. Flurry blows, it does not say whether or not you can use that on multiple characters or not. Uh, you can as long as they're all within range. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, but then you do see Slink out from behind this broken door. Another one, uh, perhaps the same one, you don't know how it got there, but uh, this very like str- black stringy haired creature. And this one also reaches out towards you and does seem to wrap its scaly hands and its nails dig deep into your stony flesh. Wow. You are grappled. Uh, And actually with that, you're going to take too much, but you are going to take nine damage. It's uh, pretty uh, scary that they um, can grapple that well. Uh, It's almost like it's their primary combat function. Intriguing. Uh, and with that, now we are top of the round, back up, stairs to the top deck. Wilson, perceiving that you have this situation under control, is kind of concerned about the structural damage which is currently happening to the mast of your boat, as this other lobster creature with its, like, serrated claws is currently, like, sawing its way through, like, your primary mode of transportation, which also your captain is affixed at the top of. Uh, he's very worried of what might happen there, so he does run up and take a glaive slash, completely obliterating this creature. Uh, but you do see as the other two octopi are clamoring their way up the mast, and they are about to get to the captain. The captain does also shoot one, killing it as well as its body falls 30 feet, plummeting down onto the deck below and kind of splattering. Um, so uh, these two right here. Both die? Both die. Okay, I got you. They go commit die. And all of you below hear as these loud, thunderous footsteps clamor overhead, but they seem to be walking away from how to get downstairs. They're walking almost kind of back towards the captain's quarters. Meanwhile, Snow, what is Nich... Oh, God. What is Nich's CMD? Hi. Uh, I, I need a number. 29. I need a DC to be. Um, but I will say, uh, these are some very special and supernatural beings. And it does seem um, as this creature's claws dig deep, sinking into Nichia's flesh. He takes seven damage, but is also grappled. With that, Snow, it is your turn. Still enraged. Tired kid is reliant upon me having a clear head. This is smartly problematic. Technically speaking, um, I could drop the sword. You could. That is true. As long as you are wielding the sword, you are under the effects of rage. So um, you would have to drop the sword, and then you could willingly end the effects of rage, and you could draw a new weapon. Yes, I'm not stupid. However, comma. However, comma. I am unarmed. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, don't worry. Uh, Nichia did a very good job of literally disarming the other. Um, trembling mound over there. What a good boy. You said you're a good boy. Does dancing actually have the concentrate um, I, I ability? I do not believe you cannot verbal. bardic perform. 
I do not believe you can bard it Because I do battle dance. So I've, I've looked this up. Um, I do not believe that I would be able to because it says barbarians cannot use any charisma, dexterity, or intelligence-based skills while in rage or any ability that requires patience or concentration. So, uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would tend to agree, and that's what I was kind of going off as well. Yeah, well. They just become the Hulk. Yeah, pretty much. They, they bonk real good, though. Let me say that. Can I technically light step while in this rage? I'll allow it because it is kind of like, at this point, an innate second nature form of mobility. Okay. So, she is currently being grappled by the creature that is to his direct left from us looking at the map. Not the one you shoved. Um, the, the one you shoved seems to be similar to the very first creature that entered through the porthole. Um, the one that you saw Tama absolutely obliterate with a flurry of blows. Uh, and the one you shoved earlier into Chia almost ripped in half. Um, this different creature seems to be similar to the one that was ordering all of the underlings around. This is the one that was gurgling downstairs, attempting to communicate almost intelligently. So, Snow, uh, being enraged, light steps behind the creature to get a flanking bonus, and she is going to, like, there is literally just like this brief second where she blinks from one point and then appears behind this creature, and there is just this wide arcing swing and, like, rage in her eyes as she swings this blade, and she's going to attempt to hit. Roll to hit, please. A crit. Not a crit for me. Womp womp. Um, 32 to hit. Oh, absolutely schmackin'. 17 damage. All right, and as I am a benevolent GM, uh, what would your wolf like to do? Um, so he is going to make a full attack. Okay. He's going to attack the creature that's directly in front of him and then turn his head and bite at the creature that's grappling him. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your first attack is going to be used on the already injured creature. Yes. Now that is at a minus two penalty, but give me that total. 29 to hit. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. He has his entire jowl around this entity's head. Let's see if he rips it clean off. Yes. 19. Oh, absolutely. You see as your wolf chomps down and this entire creature's head is just squished underneath the sheer bite force and magnitude of your wolf's jaws. And the rest of the body leans, cranes forward, and tumbles down the stairs, dead. Second attack, 24 to hit. Uh, definitely does hit, yeah. 16 damage. And Nichia takes a ferocious bite out of this creature, rending flesh from it as he successfully chomps down. With that, it is Zana Xerxes Zion's turn. Down in the hall of the ship, you have your two swirling wind elementals which you have summoned. Are they sucking up the black smoke? You can direct it to not attack, attack particular targets, or perform other actions within its capabilities. I will say anywhere where they have moved to, and maybe the immediate area around them, uh, will be cleared naturally of the smog. You don't have a spell that makes it so you can speak their language, right? Then I would direct them to move and attack the nearest enemy. They do not see any enemies. There are enemies around. And they kind of just begin lumbering off in a direction, which I am going to roll with a die. It's not my job to determine these things. Who am I? Running a game? Ha-ha! <laughs> you thought. <laughs> There's rumors. <laughs> It just sucks up past Alistair. It does eventually find something, and it is going to strike it. The main body of the deck below, you're able to see now 
quite clearly. In fact, and Tommy, you can actually see almost everything behind you. It's just most people can't see what's in front of you. Uh, so they don't really understand the danger that is before them. But you can see all the danger that's behind you. It's very exciting. You can see that Draken is actually grappling what looks to be like potentially the original sea monster, originally commanding everyone. Meanwhile, uh, he's kind of tangled up with that and the air elementals trying to punch it but failing. You also see uh, Zana's standing next to an air elemental and that air elemental's also trying to currently pulverize this lobster, which is behind you. Uh, with that, Zana, it is still your turn. Fantastic, I can now make my movement action. I'd like to go up to the one that's directly in front of me and attack it. And I do believe I will be able to attack my full two, my full two attacks. If you take a five-foot step as a free action and do no other movement for the rest of the turn, you can make a full attack action, yes. I do believe that is what I'm trying to do. Awesome. So, yeah, you take a short step forward and you eye up this target, which has no idea of your presence. And you go up with your black sand daggers to strike at this lobster creature. And get my sneak attack. All right, roll to hit. Not crit. Not crit, boy. Confirm crit. My total to hit last time was 27. My total to hit this time is 17. Okay, so it's 17. Uh, that still does hit, so please roll double damage. Now remember, Ooh. sneak attack damage is not double. Yes, I only apply the sneak attack damage once, but that is, I believe, 4d6s. That sounds about right. And then you're gonna be doing double the weapon damage. But my that is a lot of d that's 8d6s Go of damage. Go for it. That's what I like to hear. Oh my gosh. All right, so here we go. Three, five. Five, five, one, 26, uh, and 32. 32 damage! Do not forget to add your oh, strength yeah. modifier doubled as well. Well, uh, my strength modifier doubled is two. So uh, that's going to be a total of 34 damage. All right, so you, as you sneak up so expertly behind this fish with your dagger, you effectively fillet it, cutting right up along its spine. Tama, all you see is this lobster, which was behind you, get cut perfectly in half. This blood trail. As it's dead. Un unrevivably dead. Just cleaved straight in half, two even parts. Sushi! And with that, Tama, it is your turn. Tama will flurry of blows his grappler. Okay. Just normal attacks. Yeah. Just muda, 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 muda. First one is 29. 29 absolutely hits, bud. Now you're big bonking it. You're, you're bypassing all these people's ACs in your sleep, dog. Uh, 14 damage. Next roll is 24. It hits. 10 damage. Ah, 20. We'll, we'll do the roll to confirm. So it's so my ability as no read is plus one third to uh, confirm critical hits. How does that work? So you're a twelfth level character, so you take a third uh, of a twelfth. So you're going to get a plus four to confirm critical hits. So twenty-seven. Yeah, it's going to be double damage for that one. Nineteen. Alrighty, nineteen. Big ooh, that was a meaty punch. Fourth attack, eighteen, and that one misses. Then that one misses too because that was sixteen. Alrighty then. You run up to this creature as you unleash a mighty flurry of blows. It's Draken's turn. Let's see. I'm in an attempt to break through this grapple. The pole of the mast is actually fixated through the ship for stabilization. Uh, it goes all the way down to the hull, and there's this beam that goes down through the under deck portion of it. And he actually kind of like bonks his head on it, and he's kind of dazed just standing there, and he is still completely entangled 
in this creature. Pull yourself together, Draken. I was asleep. There's ink everywhere. What is this? Your new girlfriend. She's very clingy. Tama, what is your grappled AC, which means you're taking your a minus to your dexterity there, bud. 27. Um, and what is your CMD, actually? Because, uh, fun fact, you have to maintain a grapple. Taking to a fact that I have uh, improved grapple, which means that my you should, grapple... Yeah, you should have should a plus 40, two. So it should be 41. Okay. Yikes. Remind me not to get on Tama's bad side. But it's just, you can't grapple me. It's, it has something to do with it does not cut it. This creature is clawing away, rending at your flesh. It does still successfully deal uh, an additional six damage, but it seems as if it is not able to enwrap you the way it is used to due to you to your stony and sturdy physique. You said your AC was a... 27. 27. You do, however, get bonked by this staggered sea troll for 10 damage. As he clonks you over your head with a meaty fist, using it like a club. And with that, we're going to have to go back up to the upper deck to see how things are happening up here. And what did you say that she a CMD was? 29. Good CMD, too. I like that. But he's at a minus, what, two because he's grappled currently? You know, you're not at a, a negative two specifically other related grapple checks. Okay. However, comma, this creature sinks its claws deeper into your wolf. Uh, and I need you to roll me a perception check. 32. As you're observing this creature, its wiry arms are thin but muscular and it's kind of wrapping around your large wolf, somehow maintaining to entangle the creature and almost subdue it. But most alarmingly, you can see where its body makes contact with your wolf's. Nachia's flesh is beginning to turn scaly. Does he not get a save against that? I haven't asked one yet. Interesting. Can I attempt a knowledge check against this? Let me see. You could make a knowledge arcana. Oh, yeah, you could make either check. You have no idea uh, what is going on to your point okay. for the moment. Okay, that's fine. The only thing that she does seeing this, she's going to attempt to intimidate. You can do that on your turn. All right, cool, wonderful. With that... You see the captain is atop the crow's nest, firing off bullets and shots, and eventually you see one of the sea creatures fall dead. Uh, with that, it is top of the round, Wilson. So this giant troll and him are locked in heated combat. It swings, bludgeoning him, hitting him right across the collarbone with a big meaty forearm, and Wilson comes up slashing at its chest with his glaive. Meanwhile, Snow, you see as one of these gangly little sea creatures, the octopus Grindylos, comes up and attempts to claw at you. I would like to use a parry and repost. <gasps> I'm not using melee. Wait. You are using a melee weapon. No. I'm not using finesse weapon. It is not a finesse weapon. <laughs> you so quite possibly have picked the worst weapon in your arsenal <laughs> to utilize at this time. It synergizes negatively with your character and their abilities. Don't worry. These creatures aren't very good especially when they roll natural ones. Uh, it, it slashes at you, and honestly, it stumbles back down the stairs as it walked up them to attack you. Wait, it just stepped out of my reach? Absolutely, no, it is falling backwards. C can I attack of opportunity? Oh, it is so vulnerable right now. It's floundering. It's like gills are flapping in the wind. You can, like, strike it while it's down. Like to hit a man while he's like, down? Floundering, yeah. This <laughs> this fish is floundering. Go ahead and make sushi. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. 29 to hit. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Please roll your big damage. 16 damage. Oh, oof. 
Um, that one had not been hit yet before. That certainly does do a hurdy. With that, Snow, it is your turn. All right, first things first, intimidate. I'm going to hope that Nichia aids me in this, mm -hmm. but I'm going to attempt to intimidate the creatures around me by saying, flee if you want to live. That's all I got. Okay, roll an intimidate. I think that's all I, I can do, like, in one thing. Yeah. 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 It's a little, a little seductive, wasn't it? Yeah, there, there was more Aurora than angry yeah, snow. I know. Give it's... me your angsty teenage boy voice. God, please, you want to live. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally no. radical, dude. Like, no. If you want to live, Maybe please. consider running. No, uh, it might even just be as short as, get out of my way. Fifteen. You shout wait, at this wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Nachia has to growl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, roll his growl. He's aiding you. That'd be a good aid. Oh, even if it aids, it only leaves plus two. It passes above a ten. <clears throat> okay, so seventeen with the aid. Kind of looks back at you and looks at your wolf and looks back at you and just goes. Okay, I'm slashing at it. I'm hacking and slashing and slashing and hacking. A full attack. Go for it. She raises it. She pointed her blade at it, and then she swings it down. Yeah, yeah. First attack is going to be... Berserkery and bibladedly. Oh, yeah. Um, This is not a crit. <laughs> it's such a short crit range. Uh, 33. No, 100% hitting. I don't like... Okay. I'm going to spoil something. These things have an AC of 19. Oh, yeah, no. I passed both of them with a second was just a roll of 17. Oh, yeah, its own. 100%. Um, yeah, no, you're, you're slashing and hacking and hacking and slashing. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, roll my damage. Yep, yep. 35 damage for both attacks. Ooh, wow. I was pissed. That was some good damage. You can see that this creature is bloodied. It's time for Nachia's full attacks. Oh, yeah. Get him. A knob. 25 for the first attack. And 22 for the second attack. Both of them hit. Okay, so I'm rolling 46s. Yep. Knock him dead, tiger. I do need those two attacks separately, though. Okay, so 15 for the first. Okay. 21 for the second. You enraged. Fail your intimidate, but mustering all your anger, slash at this creature wildly. As its back is turned to you, you make this giant X mark right across its spine, and you see it rear back its shoulders in pain and agony. And as it does, it momentarily releases Nachia. He turns around, spinning, grabbing it by the waist, and chomping down, taking a solid bite, and you just see its organs get strewn out across the deck as it falls lifeless. Yeah, and she just flicks her eyes over to the other one, glaring at it. This one goes, and jumps over the boat. <laughs> Tama's not there to run after it. Uh, you're not there to run after it at the moment. No, unfortunately not. Zana Xerxes Zion, you are down here, and you see all things. Thanks uh, to your wonderful tornadoes, they've cleared the smog out of this room, what little left remain. Uh, you can see there's this big bumbling sea troll and the long-nailed intelligent creatures which was grappling with Tama, and one is still grappling Draken. He's been grappled for a while. And actually, I want you to roll a perception check. 17. He, he's just having an absolutely terrible time. Like, if you knew that your reality was based inside a game where someone rolls dice to determine outcomes, you would understand that this man has crit failed twice on escaping <laughs> this grapple. I'll 
go over and help him just because I think Tama is more capable. Uh, how, how, do you, how are you going to go about helping him? You're just going to attack the creature or? Well, first off, I will send my um, little tornadoes, uh, little air animals. I have one that's closer to me that I will send um, to the uh, to the other enemy that's next to Tama. Uh, well, it's, it's going to be making its way over to the person who was grappling Tama but moments ago. Uh, this long, scaly, gangly creature with black hair. And I will have the other one move to the other side of, or at least down towards uh, the, the enemy. At least move its position. Mm, no, it wouldn't. No, it's already engaged with combat with this creature. It is not intelligent enough to give you a flanking bonus. You, however, could move so that you're provided flanking bonus. If I will move there. You're also already invisible, so you're already gonna get sneak attack bonuses. Yep. Uh, so you move your way around out of this creature who is grappling with Draken. And uh, I will roll to hit. That big, meaty damage, get it. No? Not big, meaty damage? Uh, What's your hit? 15. Oh, unfortunately this is the same creature that Snow was fighting above deck and we know that their AC is a 19. You, I, I wouldn't get both my BAVs. No, I moved. you wouldn't. You did move this turn, so you run up and you slash at this creature, which is grappling Draken. Alas, you do not connect, and uh, your air elemental does not connect either. <laughs> um, and I'd like to move Alistair uh, one space down. Just one space down. Cool. It'll be fine. With that, Tama, it's your turn. All right. Well, we now have an air elemental fight. Yeah, a, a rock. Yeah, rock, rock and wind. We have almost got all the elements. Her name is Gail. Well, Tama is annoyed that the uh, one creature was able to grapple to begin with. Oh, fair. And starts to flurry of blows that one. Oh yeah, punch it. Punch it to oblivion, dog. All right, flurry of blows. Hit him. You know the AC is a nineteen, so you you keep rolling to hit, bro. First one hit. Yep. Uh, that would be 16 damage. All right. I need to know if it dies, by the way. Yep, uh, I, I will let you know when it's bloodied. Cool. If that's not a miss, I'm concerned. It's 17. Okay, so 70 does miss, unfortunately. Be missed, too. Oof. It's, ro- it's either rolling well or horribly. I think that one's also a miss. My goodness. Oh, no. The flurry of misses. Yeah, oh, goodness. Miss. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I... But I, I, I'm at least uh, comforted by the fact that it's not only Draken who is rolling poorly tonight. All right, so um, you seem to deal some damage to this creature, but it, uh, you are a you're an experienced combatant. You've gotten a lot of scrapes, a monk. You feel like you should be dealing more damage. This creature doesn't look like it has that much HP as far as like game mechanics goes, right? Like you're playing a video game, you know how video games work. This this creature doesn't feel like it should have that much HP. You've definitely been walloping on it a lot, but it does not look that injured. You're not sure what it is, but perhaps it is some sort of natural damage reduction. Natural damage reduction, you say. With that, that's that's Thomas' turn. And Draken, ladies and gentlemen, uh oh wait, let me let me do two things. Oh one. Come on, yep. baby, you got it. Draken needs to roll, ladies and gentlemen, the fortitude save of his life. Oh my goodness. Zana and Tama, you can roll perception checks to see what has unfolded. Twenty-nine. Twenty-four. Both of you see quite clearly what has just occurred. Draken has been grappling with this mysterious sea creature uh, in his back corner. It unrelenting has kept him in its grasp, and ever so slowly you have seen as scales have been 
beginning to protrude from his skin, and you now see as they crawl up his neck, covering his face and where his throat was, you now see gills, and his skin is scales. And he appears to be no different than any of the sea creatures that you have just been fighting. Oh, dang. I can't do anything. I'm not down there. My character can't do anything. He's not a... I have celestial healing greater. Too bad this wasn't my It's got to be a curse removal, probably. And I have it, but I'm not down there. And with that, the creature which was previously grappling Draken turns its attention to you. When I'm invisible? Mm Mm-hmm. You see, as its pearly white glazed over eyes seem to stare off in your direction, but more importantly, it seems to almost furl its nostrils, almost as if it can smell you. And I need to know what your CMD is. I need to know if you can suck my toes. Don't. Uh, I mean, it certainly could, and it's going to try to. That's why I need to know if you're about to be grappled. CMD 26. All right. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. I don't. You take seven damage as its claws rend into your flesh, slicing it open, and you are firmly within its grasp. You are grappled. Okay. Um, Now, uh, I will say that uh, you can piece together a few things from what you have already experienced. It does not seem that whatever effect has affected your compatriot Draken happened immediately. It happened over a long period of time. It will take multiple rounds for anything to occur. But with that, Tommy, you're going to attempt to get grappled, and you're also going to get bonked, potentially, as well. You are indeed grappled. Wow. And that is no easy feat. (laughs) Um, However, this big lumbering sea troll is kind of smacking, wailing on you, but it, it, it seems to not be able to bypass you. Even though you are grabbed and these talons are digging deep into your flesh from the other creature, which did deal seven damage, do I need to come back down? Somebody call for me. I switched dice. This dice. No one has yet called for you. You have no idea what's happening down there. I don't. So, uh, technically speaking, yeah, Troll misses you abysmally. However, you are grappled once again, and, and you can very definitively tell, especially since you rolled so well in that knowledge religion check earlier, you can tell by the difficulty of this encounter that these various sea creatures, which you've been smashing their skulls in, these are not the thing of legend. This thing that is grappling and transforming your allies in front of your eyes, that is quite certainly the Kualapuluk. And these are things of villagers' nightmares. They have been known to abduct children and increase in numbers. With that being said, though, uh, Wilson's locked into battle with Troll and Snow. Uh, as far as you're concerned, uh, the only thing you see... I'm aware. Is I'm aware. ...the captain up, top. up on the crow's nest... And Wilson currently hacking and slashing and slashing and hacking um, this troll who constantly seems to be pounding down on him. Uh, okay. All right. Roll a perception check for me, actually. All right. Because you've looked over at this combat between Wilson and the troll previously. You've seen a few things that have happened. 20. You've glanced over in this direction. You've seen the combat. You are aware that Wilson has definitely struck this creature multiple times. As the rain falls from the sky and makes contact with this creature's wounds, you see as the gashes begin to close, uh, but it is your turn. You're free to roam about the cabin. Okay. 
Is she even able to put two and two together in range like that? Troll was hurt. Troll not hurt very well now. I am mentally in pain. <laughs> okay. Um, so Nachia is going to light step over behind. There is no light source over there. It is all very dimly lit, ah. o- almost dark due to the storm clouds. But you said there is some light. There's a brazier. You said there is some light. And I quaffed the raven. It, the, over by the brazier where you are, there is light. And over by where you are, there is light. But Then how is Wilson able to see? Um, Wilson, how is the captain able to see? He, the ca- You don't know about the captain. I, um, I'm just asking the real questions here, GM. Don't throw this you're, to you're me. You're asking some real questions. I can say that um, it's very difficult for you to see. You can see very short distances in dark light. Fine. Um, Wolf is going to move up to his speed. Whoa. Dog using its legs? Crazy. Can he walk over the cargo doors? I'm assuming it's raised. If you roll an acrobatics check for me, the DC will be very low. Um, If you succeed, he will be able to walk through it as if it is normal terrain. If you fail, it will be treated as difficult terrain. 25. Um, Nichia leaps and bounds over railings and stairs and lunges his way in the direction of the sea troll. So... As he does that, Snow follows up with her light step and will light step behind the troll. Absolutely. Bada bing, bada boom. Nichia is going to use his attack first. That's a crit for Nichia. Oh, big damage. Get a big boy. Uh, confirm? Yeah, yeah. Confirms. Uh, how are you sure? Um, Nichia's to hit naturally is a 14. I rolled a 7. Oh, so yeah, that's confirming. You're good. 31 damage for one attack. All right, yeah, that's one attack down. With that, Nichia leaping and bounding over railing and stair. He lunges forth, takes a big meaty chunk, rips this troll's leg clean off, and throws its dead, lifeless body across the boat. Okay. It was already bloodied. Oh, well, Snow comes in, not realizing this, and she just kind of, like, swings angrily as the body kind of goes flying. So she, like, hits it like a bat. Action shot. You (laughs) redirect... So... It's flying in the opposite direction you're swinging. You cleave it while it's in midair, and it splits in half in midair. It's two halves go flying across the boat. As far as you're concerned, there are no enemies. Kudos. Um, back down to the bottom. Uh, the one, the only Zanya Xerxes Zion, you are currently grappled. Yeah, I'm going to attempt to hit. All right, you can hit. Now... I cannot express this enough. Kill with fire. Um, running is an option. There, you can escape a grapple. You, your only Drake option. Uh, certainly true. It, this thing is very adept at grappling, but you are more than welcome. So, so have these elementals been rolling damage? Because I'm um, afraid they haven't been. They can't hit. They can't. I, I've been rolling. I will uh, use both my BABs full round action to try and attack the thing that is currently grappling me. This sounds good. So it's grappling me while I'm invisible. Correct. Yeah. No, you're very grappled right now. Just making sure about so, that. So I will say um, you will not get any sneak, sneak attack, attack bonuses. I'm well aware. All right. Mm, no? I, I think I rolled a mm. I rolled a 13 and a 15. Oof, both are misses, unfortunately. Oh, are they? If I you would like to. one you more use. You can attempt to, however, comma. There are some effects because, as this has never occurred before in one of our games, you can attempt to 
actuate the effect of a spell and or magic item while under a grapple. However, you must make a concentration check, which exceeds the grappler's check. They've got you grappled. You have to beat their grapple with your magic, effectively. Okay. What would I roll? So, I don't have... a, a, so, so a, it is a caster level check. Now, you are only... Um, hmm. This is a inherent... Well, but this is a magic item. What does she roll for that? The magic items level. Roll the magical items level? Yeah. Okay. It's whoever um, made it. Well, whoever made it was pretty gosh darn good at making things. So I'm going to say, so you're going to be rolling a d20 and add seven to it. And you're attempting to beat their CMD. 17 plus 7, 24. Please. 24. You imbue its magical energy to begin materializing into a black sand and to poof away. But this creature claws at the sand. Its wet, mucousy hands seeming to congeal it and bring it back into a material form as it maintains you. B.S. In its grasp. B.S. Tama! It's your turn, buddy. Cool. Um, I have a question. Yeah, dog. Hit me with it. Because it's taking less damage, Tama would think I should use a key strike. Hmm. Um, question. Yeah. So, it doesn't say whether or not... I have to choose which one it is, or if my key strike just de- does those different types of damage, bypasses the different types of damage. So you just inherently, if you use a key strike because you are tenth level, you're going to be able to bypass anything, which includes the necessity for magic weapons, cold iron, silver, or uh, specific law alignment. The only thing you do not have access to right now is adamantine, which you get at sixteenth level. You're now wise to its tricks, as you are a very um, wisdom-centric monk, as all monks should be, and you've found out and deciphered, to a degree, uh, this creature's secrets. Uh, You're going to be bypassing its DR for all these flurry of blows. Go for it, buddy. 18. That does not hit. There we go. Um, That would be 22. That certainly does hit, sir. Uh, 17 damage. That's a 20. Oh! Uh, Yeah, please confirm that critical. It'd be total 20. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. That's double damage, bud. Big bonkers. 16 damage. Woo-wee. Final attack. Who no moss, sir. 20. That's certainly a hit. 12 damage. This obnoxious thing has kind of, like, surprised you as, as you thought you were effectively untouchable, and it, it kind of has checked you in a way. Humbling, but also immensely aggravating. You are frustrated, and you are unleashing all kinds of strikes. You're imbuing yourself with the natural energy inside you, hitting it with fists, elbows, knees, and eventually you just grab this thing's head, pull it down, and knee drop its skull, and you feel its skull shatter under your force as it drops dead at your feet. So he's no longer grappled as well because dead creatures can't grab. Some of a troll I have to figure, I have to deal with before I can go help. Do got a big troll. I mean... Well, actually, wait a minute. I can't see Zana, can I? Uh, no, there's no longer any black smog. You are free no, to... No, she's still invisible. She is still invisible. And but she hasn't said crap. anything yet. So I'm just... Uh, I mean, hey, bro. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Dog, dog, Z- Zana is right there. She's just been standing in the middle of the room this whole combat chilling. Ain't nothing's touched her. She, she ain't done anything. She's just been like... She's been like vibing. You know, just like head bobbing. Wait, you do out. see, however, that... That Zana is looking in the direction of where Draken was and where something seems to be in the tactic course. And she oh, looks very worried. Oh, by the way, um, Aro, you do realize that uh, your Alistair can attack, right? And not well. Not good. 
I would use all the damage you can right now. To be fair, right now he has a good chance of hitting the creature because it's grappling. Absolutely. With that, it's Draken's turn. Oh no. Cool, baby! Um, so Tama, you see Draken begin fleeing from the other creatures over there on the backside of the boat um, in the underbelly where you guys have been. He just straight up walks away. They don't interrupt him or attack him. He just walks away and begins approaching you. And he seems to lash out at you. What is your AC? 29. His normal pale skin seems to almost have a sickly green. It seems clammy and mucus-ridden, and it almost seems as if he has formed scales. And he's not even using his weapon. He's just clawing at you. What is Zana's CMD again? 26. It seems to dig its claws deeper into you as you take seven more damage. And it does have you grappled. And we are on a very happy dock, bro. Like, it's just, it's it's nice up here. Like, nothing, nothing's going on. Like, everything's dead. How far are these claws digging into me? They have three-inch-long claws. You will hear screams of pain from down below. So, so snow on the deck. <sighs> and immediately upon hearing the scream, she'll run and jump down the stairs, landing down below, breathing heavily, grunting as she gets down there. Mm -hmm. Um, Nichia is going to have to wait a second before he can step in. Unfortunately, yeah, it's very crowded down here. Tiny boat, big dog. She looks around to see what the hell is going on. As above, so below, it is a bloodbath down here. There are multiple dead bodies littering the ground. There are literal tornadoes for some reason down here. Uh, and you see Draken having some weird green clammy skin. And off in the corner, you see one of the things which was grappling uh, your wolf earlier, kind of wrestling in a back corner with something invisible. Oh yeah, no, it's not something. You hear audible sounds of pain from Zana. From that direction. However, comma, I will say, there's an exact clone of you also in that direction. Shouldn't Wilson have also gone before me? I'm so sorry. Um, yes. If not, I can call for him. Um, he would have delayed his turn because he didn't know what to do. Okay. So she calls, God, Wilson, you're so slow. Get down here. Uh, and he rushes his way down the stairs uh, to the best of his ability. And he kind of meets you down there. You're at the base of the stairs and he's at the top of the stairs. You see this very large, muscular troll at the base of the stairs, uh, which you already dispatched of one of up top, but you also recall that this is one of the ones that kind of regenerated. Okay, she's going to... She still has one in standard. She's going to hack and slash at this troll. Hack and slash. 22 to hit. Oh, yeah, big hit. Big hit. Big bonk. 21 damage. Oh, yeah, big damage. <laughs> Stupid thing just won't die! Zana, I need uh-huh. you to, uh, well, I mean, it's your turn. You do whatever you want. Okay, I could try and get out of the grapple of the thing that is very keen and good at grappling, or I could just try to stab it. You do you. I could also release your visibility so we can see you. Or tell Alistair to not be Because you. you cannot get a, it is not flat-footed against you. You are not going to get sneak attack damage against it while it is grappling So your invisibility is not aiding you in any way at this point. All right, so I would dispel my invisibility. Everyone sees this creature grappling with you. And I would like to attack. Very nice. 
while also saying a little help here. No, no bueno. No bueno. Finally bueno. 22. It's certainly a hit. 13 damage. All right. Is my, is my monster giving me any flanking bonus? Uh, it is not in a position to give you flanking, unfortunately. Seem to be having a hard time. Tama, it's to you, bud. There is this massive troll still in front of you, which you've kind of been squaring up with. Uh, it is no longer dazed at this point, so it is going to be taking its full turn. But you do see Zana grappling in this back corner. How damaged does the troll look? Yeah, so it looks to be... I did magic damage too, and so did he. Don't heal. Stop um, healing. It, it, it doesn't look bloodied. Uh, and bloodied is the standard for below half. So, uh, Tama looks, assesses the situation, realizes that he really wants to get to Zana to try and help her, but he realizes in doing that, he also has a troll that's right on him. So he's trying to, takes a second to assess the situation. Tama moves over to the uh, uh, creature that is grappling Zana. All right. Um, you are able to make your way over there because you've got more than plenty of movement. Uh, and, and I'll even say you, you rush at an angle that would give you flanking bonus. However, in rushing to her, you are going to provoke an attack of opportunity from not only the troll, but also Draken. Forgot, forgot Draken's right there. He's been converted to the dark side. Both the troll and Draken do hit you. Oof. Yeah. As you turn your back to the troll, you feel its fist clobber in between your shoulder blades. You take seven damage. And as Draken slices these newfound scaly sharp talons into your torso, you take 13 damage. Dying! But your movement is not impeded, uh, and you are able to rush over Zana. All right, well... He's still using his key strike, but he can still use power attack when he goes to attack. Yeah, that's going to hit. Rolling it. Rolled like almost the lowest damage I could roll. Not what we want right now, but No, but it's still it's still a decent amount. Uh, 12 damage. Okay, and you are bypassing all of its damage reduction. Uh, roll a heal check for me. 14. 14 total? Yeah. You're unsure, but this creature does not look as injured as you would like it to be. With that, it is effectively the enemy's turn. I'm going to roll two things. I'm going to roll it to maintain the grapple. It has succeeded in maintaining its grapple, but it is attempting to move you, which means you get to roll your CMB to overcome its CMD, because while it's trying to move you, you get a chance to escape its grapple. 13. This creature has attempted to onboard your ship, and um, in, an, in doing so, it has watched numerous of its companions die with Zana firmly in its grasp, jumps out the porthole. Quack, you, dude. And Wait, do I get an attack of opportunity? Uh, you do get an attack of opportunity against it. Boy, take it. You, you, can, you can hit. But as it does so, you also hear it gurgle, and you see as Draken begins to run out the opposite porthole as he has not yet taken his turn. I do crit. Hey, wait a minute. And that would be, um, yeah, it would be way past the 20. Can he yeah. interrupt it gurgling? Um... Yeah, it, you're, you confirm the crit. Please roll your damage. Depending on how high the damage is, we'll see. Please, Tama. Please, I'm begging you. I don't feel like chasing after him. It's not Total of 19 damage. With, I think, still my key fist, my key strikes. You are overcoming its damage reduction. Um, it It is not enough to knock this creature unconscious. You see as Draken 
rushes to one of the sides and just swan dives into the ocean. And with Zana firmly in its grasp, this thing craters through the side of the ship, barreling both of them into the icy blue depths. Dang! Furthermore, Zana, I need you to roll a fortitude save. Quack you, dude! DC 18. Dude, it's a 10. All right, let's re-roll the episode. (laughs) Why does this always happen? And I think that is we're going to end it for this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. Well, hey, thanks for listening, foundlings. If you enjoyed this week's episode of Blood, Murder, Death, and Decay, follow us on social media. Tell us what you thought about today's combat. I had a lot of fun, um, and that's not just me being an evil, maniacal person. I I thought it was a a fun challenge, multi-layered. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And let us know on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at RollFound, and join us on our Discord. Uh, link in the description so you can interact with us directly. You can talk to me and you can roast me about how I got so many rules wrong and how all my players should have survived. Uh, special thank you for our longtime supporter, Jason, who has been supporting us on our Patreon. Thank you so much. And also a thank you to everyone who's providing music and ambiance for today's session. So thank you to Ivan Dutch, Will Savino with Music D20, Michael Gelfi, and Monument Studios. Uh, This has been your friendly neighborhood GM and combat connoisseur. I hope you all enjoyed, uh, and I hope we get an agreeable resolution to this week's combat next next week on The Odd Campaign. Bye, guys. Goodbye, I guess. A very salty goodbye it on the salty sea. It was very salty. Bye. We'll see you again, I swear. It really is always you.